0: Hello, you have reached Skeeve Land. It's a weird place, but it's a kind place. I'm your guide, Alan McDonnell, and today's guest is Annie Hardy. Any of you who can remember back to the year 2006 will recall that Annie Hardy's band, Giant Drag, had a big deal record contract with Interscope Records. They played Coachella that year in the Reading and Leeds Festival. To top off 2006, New Musical Express named Annie Hardy as one of its top 50 coolest people of the year. Then it was as if Annie Hardy had never been born. You may remember thinking, what the fuck happened? Where did she go? Now, suddenly, Annie Hardy has returned. And she's not shy about where she's been and how she found her way back to the here and now at Skeeve Annie Hardy, tell us about it. Let me take those headphones off.
1: You don't
0: like them? I feel like a kook when I'm wearing headphones. Really? There's something about it. Like if the other person doesn't have headphones. Like maybe if you had headphones as well, then we could pretend we're on some kind of a, 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 like a yeah. spacecraft or something. And you are Helen Mirren in 2010. And <laughs> I was like so, the co-pilot because she um. was the pilot, I believe. And we can communicate back and forth like that and it would make sense. But no. With me with just the phones, I feel like an alien.
1: You got to get, get another set and then a headphone splitter. I actually have all that crap.
0: I don't have all that crap. It's pretty easy to get. It's like dollar store crap. Okay, so you say you're going to start a new uh, podcast.
1: Yeah. Well, it's already uh, like 40 episodes in, but I'm going to start doing it again and now sober, uh, and it's called Empath of Least Resistance. It's like a spiritual kind of thing with an emphasis on narcissists, demons, and all my favorite topics, RH negative
0: bloodlines and whatnot. So how about narcissists? Can you tell that I'm a narcissist? I cannot tell. No, I wouldn't think that because I hide it really well. I feel I'm pretty good at it, but I'm relatively certain. I am a narcissist Mm -hmm. because of so much self-involvement that goes on in this mind before anything comes out and with everything that comes in. Mm -hmm. It's just it's crazy. It causes me a lot of problems, A, a lot of navigation. I have to do a lot of different kind of navigation not to alienate everyone I meet. Right. So do you lack empathy? Sometimes I do, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I do. Are you exploitative in your interpersonal relationships? Not as much as I'd like to be, but (laughs) (laughs) I I am, but not as effectively as really I would hope. And I think maybe that's one of my saving graces is I'm not quite as good at using the narcissism as I would be if I wasn't aware of the fact that it's going to destroy every relationship I make. I don't want to destroy them all. Yeah.
1: I feel like narcissism is not so much a personality disorder. I mean, it is, but that's just another name for a demon, you know, a set of demons. Actually, the Jezebel spirit. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. (laughs) Oh, all right then. You can say whatever you want. Okay. I do that anyway. Unfortunately, it's almost out of my control.
0: Yeah. This is the same thing. When Kevin and I have our, uh, Kevin Ripmanis of the Mm -hmm. cows. we had our talk. That's one of the first things he said was that narcs are demons no no. oh that, that he says whatever he wants he says even if he doesn't want he yeah. says
1: you know he might be on the spectrum too it's like if you have asperger's or what's now called autism spectrum disorder which sounds like you know very much more retarded than it is yeah. because people with Asperger's are geniuses Steve sometimes, Jobs, had, sometimes. sometimes they're just idiots yeah. uh, or assholes and, and Einstein was on the spectrum, everyone who's invented any technology on the spectrum but um, yeah,
0: a lot of writers I believe are on the lot spectrum, of a lot of writers
1: basically if you're a writer you're probably on the spectrum and if you're an engineer you're on the spectrum,
0: and you know what they do, they ruin the uh, work environment for everybody else because they go, the whole tech world, mm. like the, say for instance, the Steve Jobs Apple thing, when they first started, they were doing like 80 hour work weeks and they were into it because this is sort of the way they yeah. normalized the world so they could experience it in a way that, that felt meaningful to them right. or whatever but the normal person should not have an 80 hour week. No, but the, the normal
1: person is like working though. Like it's some job that they hate. Whereas yeah. someone
0: with Asperger's,
1: you literally can't do stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. Cause it's like
0: torturous. And then they'll do what they want to do. Forever. <clears throat> with not doing nothing else. Just yeah. all, all else aside. Mm-hmm. But see that, that has been normalized. That in the, in the tech world, in the yeah. tech work world, that kind of, attitude and behavior has been normalized and they expect it from everybody like everybody has to have this passion and it's creating this new like like surf class, this, this, this tech surf class and they think like I'm working for Google they cut my hair they feed me they keep me on this campus I'm the most luckiest person in the world not realizing they're becoming completely dependent yeah. on this overlord exactly these, and these, they're basically in a
1: concentration camp yeah but by
0: Spectrum overlords. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like the spectrum, which we, we, before we started recording, we both kind of hedged toward uh, perhaps Mm -hmm. acknowledging that perhaps we have some, we inhabit a spectrum. Yeah. The spectrum people are going to take over. I think it's kind of obvious.
1: I think they might. And then, but you know, narcissism and being uh, on the spectrum look very similar. Like it's almost hard to tell the difference, except people on the spectrum do have empathy. It's just like hard for them to always interpret like what's going on in other people or how to react or something.
0: You right, know? and they don't notice. It's just they don't, a lot of times, like a lot of times I don't notice. I feel like I might really ha- actually have empathy because mm-hmm. a lot of times it catches me off guard. Like I'll yeah. oh, hear someone's story, or someone will be talking to me, mm-hmm. and suddenly I have this like this kind of overwhelming, just kind of gush of feeling. Yeah, totally. Where, where I feel like I'm carrying help, I'm carrying the same burden. Like yeah, carrying the same burden. Exactly. And I think that's kind of empathy. Like, yeah. I don't want to admit it a lot of times, and like it's, it's not <laughs> really what I want to carry around with me. But, I, I mean,
1: it, why not? It
0: enriches my life. Yeah, it totally. My life. That is what
1: makes us all human, is the ability to have empathy. So that's why narcissists are scary, because they lack empathy, and they will do anything to yeah. anyone.
0: And then when you get a, a narcissist who's also like a... Sociopath. There you go. You took the word right out of my mouth yeah, before I could think about it. My yes. last boyfriend, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think there's a lot of it around. I think there's a lot of it around in high places. Mm-hmm. I had this job one time, and we did this little trick... Where we started investigating congressmen and senators Mm -hmm. and we sent people like ex-CIA people around to follow them and tape them and Uh and then we saw them like we saw what they were doing in their private lives and then we saw what they were doing uh, on tv in congress when they were trying to impeach president clinton Mm -hmm. they did impeach him while they were impeaching president clinton and you just saw this divide and they were both these people they were both these people right but to be both these people you have to be Neither person. Either. Have
1: you seen the video of Clinton? Like, they're, like, powdering his face, and he looks completely mm. in a daze. Like, he's an Ultra mind-control slave getting ready to, like, do his thing. And he looks, like, legit retarded. I think he's, like, mm. drooling in it and stuff. It is the craziest shit. But, you know, all the people in politics are all probably mostly RH negative because all of our presidents have been, and RH negative blood is... Like, if you have RH negative blood like I do. My wife has. And Teresa does. Yeah. uh, You are highly susceptible to mind control possession, because really, yeah, because there's a theory. Because I
0: thought it was the royal blood, like they it is the blue blood.
1: Yeah, but but you got to realize those the royal family are like reptilians, which sounds so insane. I'm completely aware of, but like there's you're aware
0: that (laughs) they call they refer to people as giant lizards. Like yeah, sometimes you get like a weird response.
1: Yeah, you know, once in a while, people think that's odd, and you know, the truth is. Uh, programmed to come across as completely batshit crazy so people just reject it right yeah. away but it's like not so simple like they don't shapeshift completely into reptiles you know they reptilians are like these fourth dimensional lower fourth dimension beings who are like demons basically and um and they're pretty common in the own negative bloodline i find and they have been purposely interbreeding like O negatives and AB negatives, because AB negative is the Jesus Christ, Mary Magdalene, highly, you know, angelic bloodline with the, because the Illuminati believe they're the 13 descended bloodlines of Mm -hmm. Lucifer. They're all related
0: to Lucifer. The the Illuminati are? are Yeah,
1: that's, that's why, that's their whole thing. Like in walking the red carpet. our blood
0: is all from Lucifer.
1: All their blood is straight from Lucifer. And the red carpet signifies what? The bloodlines. And all those award shows are just, like, uh, rituals to, like, do black magic I on the world.
0: Say, even if someone does not agree about the reptilians and mm-hmm. the Illuminati mm-hmm. and the black magic, mm-hmm. those award shows are an evil expression of a yes. horrible impulse. Uh-huh. And it carried out to its extreme. Yes. It's, they are They are a sin, they Uh are a huge sin.
1: I mean, but if you really get into all the different occult crap and you watch some of these losers on YouTube doing all the videos about it, you're just like, oh shit, this is like undeniable. Like what else could they be doing this for? It's all indoctrinations for mind control. So the people of the world are just
0: enslaved. Enslaved is the uh, operative term here. Yeah. And I I also feel like if someone wants to say, okay, you, this this mind control. This this group mind control. Where mm. is it? I don't believe it's really there. Sure, okay, but you cannot deny that most of the world is enslaved, oh, and yeah. that the media and these images and these so-called aspirations, mm. these false aspirations, these magnified false aspirations, have a huge role in keeping everybody huge huge portions of the population just digging their own ditch yeah. every day and, and, and until they're so tired they got to lay down in that ditch and hope the person behind them is covering something up that exactly. the dogs don't chew them up before they decay. Yeah,
1: it's so fucked up. I don't know where that came fucked from. Up. It came yeah. from the heart. It's so, <laughs> it's so true because like people are just like, you know, these cell phones, this technology, and entertainment in general, sports, television, movies, radio, it's all like emitting these frequencies that we can't, you know, hear or see with our regular like human being you know uh uh, senses yeah and so it's like going into our subconscious like our subconscious records everything backwards so like that's why they flash words in reverse on the screen and and they flash you with frequencies lull you into a theta brainwave state and make you highly suggestible and then flash the word kill on the screen you know
0: or whatever they do there is a lot of killing yeah it's a lot of killing and there has been historically. Yes. How do you get the, all these 19-year-old kids to go, okay, I will go out and kill. I mean, World War II, you go, okay, there's, there was a palpable evil. Yeah. It needed to be stopped. Mm-hmm. But so many other wars. It's just, what, really? Why it's are you, insane. Why do, you get, why do you have that gun? Why are you going to go do that? Why yeah. Do you, why are you signing up? Because of
1: oil, usually. And then those wars get started for oil. And then all these innocent victims get tricked into to going. Like, I know someone who went to Afghanistan, uh, my friend Frank, and he was told he wouldn't see like frontline combat. They stuck him right on the front lines right away.
0: Well, they can tell you whatever you want. Cause yeah. Because you've signed this thing. You've signed. To, yeah. I guess to join the military, you sign a thing. Mm-hmm. You're done, basically. It's, That's it's, so fun. You've signed. Basically, you, literally, you sign away your life. You sign you your, your soul to, your to the yeah. devil,
1: basically. Yeah. Same as when you sign a record deal. I'm sure that that. There is tiny print that says, like, now your soul belongs to the devil. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and he doesn't really want it. I know. Well, he's no, gonna, he does. He's just going to suck it dry and discard it. Yeah. And then there you are. Oh, you get it back maybe, but it's such a crippled soul. What are you going to do with it? How are you going to bring that thing back? I know. Well,
1: watch? that's, like, the story of my life for the past, like, seven or ten years or something. Because I was signed to Interscope, which is one of the more satanic major labels out there. and uh, And, yeah, my soul was totally tattered. And I had to. I've been like trying to
0: rebuild it. I feel that reemergence is is, is reemergence a word for you in the past year or so? Uh,
1: yeah, I would say in the more recent
0: like months. Mm-hmm. And how do you get this? How do you get the wherewithal to come up and basically? Start, are you starting over? Do you feel like you're starting over? Do yeah. you feel like you're already on a certain plane where you already have a, some momentum or? What's no, the like?
1: I mean, because you know, seven years ago, I started on this crazy like journey that was like, really, it was after I was a couple years in AA for three years. And then this narcissist, like evil dark triad narcissist convinced me I wasn't an alcoholic, like mind control, like saying the same shit over and over for hours. And I was just someone who had ADD. And if I took his Adderall, that would fix everything. I was like, no, I don't think that's true because, like, I used to do heroin, you know, so that's probably not true. And he's like, just trust me. He asked me once, I said no. Twice, I said no. The third time, I was like, fuck, this guy is making such great efforts to do this. Like, he must really care and he must be, maybe he's right.
0: He must really care.
1: Yeah, he did not care. No, that was his MO that he did to someone before me, and then he did to someone after me, or tried to do, to Caitlin, actually. That's how we met, because he was trying to tell her, you know, you're not anxious, like, you're just excited, like, here, take one of my, like, benzodiazepines, but um, that's his thing, get a girl that's in Mm -hmm. AA, get her high, and then make her pay for you for as long as she will. And so, but being, I was with this guy for two years, allegedly. I was his girlfriend, even though we didn't have sex, and he just slept all the time. Uh, and it was terrible. I was in the Inland
0: Empire. Terrible place. Oh, awful place. Uh, idiots everywhere. I lived everywhere. in Florida for a while. Ugh, not I good. Like also, Kavina West Covina. Went to high school. Oh really? Yeah, you get the fuck out of there. Okay, yeah. so you're in the end I was the in bus.
1: Rancho Cucamonga. Yeah, fuck that. Such a shithole, yeah. And like just like losing my mind, like taking all Adderalls and like uh, just spray painting trash in his mom's garage, living with him and his mom and like it was so fucked. But it, you know, during this 2 years my ego basically got destroyed. It killed the former version of me and I had to go through a painful rebirth where like I came out of that relationship with nobody, no friends. Was there any music? No. There none was being made. Like my career was great going into it and then it was over coming out and like I didn't even really do anything. It's just when you stand near one of these people, one of these narcissists, they are these like vacuous black holes that just vacuum suck all the thing the bad things in life toward them. So if mm-hmm. you stand next to them, you're going to get hit with a bunch of bullshit collateral. too
0: yeah, bullshit yeah
1: like every time this guy would go out in public that's why he stopped going in public because every time he would something like such bad luck would happen to him like he'd give the guy 20 bucks cash for gas and then go out there the pump wouldn't work and then the guy would say like oh you got a receipt you know and then he was basically have the 20 bucks stolen from him have to call the cops and he looked like a scumbucket so like they didn't believe him you know shit like that to where it's like I'll just stay inside yeah so,
0: um, yeah, and that you know, shit fucks up inside too. Oh yeah, you're inside, and then you're contained in in the however many walls, mm-hmm. and then the 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 magnet, the shit magnet. Yeah, that shit comes flying, and it, it doesn't. It just bounces off hits the walls and hits you again. It, it does. So then, and then you start emanating it. Yeah, because you've like, internalized it. Really it.
1: it really does, because yeah. it's the devil. You know, the devil. I have crazy beliefs. I I should say for all the listeners in case they didn't get that already but like I believe because of my history that I've had the past few years in Jesus and demons and devils and shit and the devil whatever and uh like now I know that that kind of shit is like the devil and the narcissist both seek to isolate you and the end game is kind of making you commit suicide same with the Scientologist if you're a a, a fair game. Mm-hmm. You leave the church, and they mm-hmm. they qu- qualify you as fair game. They want to make you make your life so miserable that you commit suicide, so they don't have to kill you themselves.
0: You know, the thing is that, that suicide's always around the corner, anyway. Mm. Just, so for someone to push you toward it is kind of a, a dick move. A, yeah, it's a dick move. It's a dick move. And it's a demon move. So how would
1: you get away? And and then the. Uh, I left in the night when he was sleeping. So this is like five years ago? Yeah, this was probably 2011 or 12. Uh-huh. 12? Yeah, 12. And like, well, first my friend Monica started coming up there and jamming with me. And I had never like really gotten into jamming, like improvisational. You like fish? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, but not at all. Like uh, like rock and roll fish. Uh, and And so like because it's a whole new instrument you know it's a totally different thing than just like writing a song and playing it Mm -hmm. and so I started having fun for the first
0: time in my entire life fun will break them down yes fun is what can really set you free yeah and it did
1: she told like and then he went you know he had like disorganized schizophrenia he said and one day he snapped and I, I didn't any longer recognize him like the soul recognition when you look in someone's eyes it was gone and he was basically like aged 30 years and look like a complete homeless person like me outside (laughs) (laughs) and I said I go oh no he's gone full psycho you know and I texted my friend and I was like is he a full psycho and she's like yes you don't have to stay there and uh and I was like all right fuck this and I just like loaded up all the trash that I'd been you know buying into my car and I drove off back to Orange County to my dad's house and like then began a very long road to recovery because I had complex post-traumatic stress disorder from his narcissistic abuse. And um, I was, yeah, also on drugs. So it was like compounding that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that c- kind of stuff leads to like hoarding. And I had just happened to get a quadruple sync license for $26,000. And I was like, instead of buying something really nice, I think I want to go to Michael's and the dollar store every day and you just junk,
0: buy shit buy that's sparkly. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I started a record was label. There meth,
0: was there meth involved with that? Yeah, there was. The sparkly and meth often has a overlap. Yeah.
1: Well, Adderall is just meth. Yes. It's called amphetamine yeah, yeah, salts. Yeah. I have
0: no, I, you know, no illusion about what yeah. Adderall is.
1: Totally. So it was like it started with Adderall and then
0: it got, you know. So did you save any of that shit that you bought at the dollar store? Is oh, it yeah.
1: Been? I mean, there's still a lot of it in my garage. My house has been luckily cleaned out just you know you i'll show you a picture of it sometime of what it used to look like in my room it's kind of incredible just like tinsel and like sparkle everywhere then the record great. label
0: though. So the record label—that's—is that a, that's not a negative though, right? That's a—is that a positive when you started the record label?
1: Oh, positive and negative. I I don't want to be somebody who runs one of those because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm the artist, you know. I'm not organized. I'm not good at sending stuff. I don't like to go to the post office, and I'm on the spectrum, so I can't do anything. I physically can't bring myself to do things unless I want to do them, mm. which is not good. You know, sometimes I'll be inspired by fear, like to clean my house because an Airbnb guest is coming. But, yeah, I started Full Cycle Records to put out a live giant drag record. And then I did that. And then I learned that doing that sucks. And I also was (laughs) spray painting. Every cover was hand, like, Mm. painted, spray painted in my bedroom
0: with a... So you're inhaling all that shit. Oh, yeah. But I love the smell. I still love the smell. Well, it's a toxic smell. Yeah. Sometimes toxins are... Very lovable. Yeah,
1: my brain is, like, wired backwards so that, like, I feel like sometimes I thrive off top. So was that vinyl primarily that you were doing? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. And digital release. Why do I have none of this vinyl? I don't know. I'm I didn't know you. Because I'm a dope. What? I, I should have known that it was there and, and grabbed it while I could. I will bring you one next time. Will you? Yes, totally. Because I, I, you know, this is one of my... I have this new book coming out. Mm-hmm. The part of the whole section, one section is the dispersal of my goods. It's, it's the memoir of my life as it carries on after I'm dead. Oh, wow. Book, right? <laughs> so this is the dispersal of my earthly goods. And a lot of it is records. Because mm. I, you know, I'm really like a, a little bit spectrumy me on the yeah. records. So.
1: Well, that's cool. It's one of your like uh, topics of interest that you're very... You get hyper uh, on? the topic on?
0: of interest, I believe it helps keep me sane, the mm-hmm. music. I have, like, a, like, I'm not, like, I, I don't play music, mm-hmm. but I'm really, I benefit greatly from listening to music. See, I stopped listening
1: to music seven years ago, and TV, and movies, and the radio, and it's been so crazy, because it's like you think that it keeps you sane, but I feel like it's like when the schizo guy was staying with me uh, in early sobriety, he was going skits but he would smoke weed and it would suppress the skits Mm -hmm. but really ultimately it makes the skits much worse when you finally take it away because it's like in there doing nefarious things and then it's making the condition worse like i think music fucks us all up you think so yes when i listen to it i mean maybe it's just the kind i like but it elicits in me a sense of longing and sadness most of the time. And that's a feeling that I've come to love, sort of, like be addicted to in a way. But yeah, unless it's like uh, Tupac, I get around. It's like most songs that I like make me feel sad. Like George
0: Harrison, All Things Must
1: Pass. Yeah. Great song. Makes me feel sad.
0: I don't mind feeling, I, you know, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of that for me, like, like levels out my anxiety and it levels out my isolation Mm. because it makes me feel like this is a this is a universal kind of thing that I'm experiencing and somehow it it, it draws me down from where I might get up to this isolated peak and think oh look let's leap you know yeah (laughs) it's it's really a kind of a, a different reaction with me but I the tv I I have a hard time with tv radio whatever else those frequencies are really yeah, hectic. Yeah. And then
1: the music can go either way. You know, some of it...
0: Well, my wife came home one day, and she had been listening to the radio on the way home. And she came down, I was in my room listening to a record, mm. and she goes, you motherfucker, now I know what you're doing. Because she'd heard something on the radio, and they're talking about how psychiatry can have, you know, and talk therapy, can have a limited effect in treating depression or, you know, whatever whatever it is. Mm. Whatever that, that big word, whatever the, the little word is that... Can, Defines that big condition um. so that, that the, the talk therapy can have a limited effect, but not quite as good as listening to music for people who listening to music works. really? Well. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of, I mean, I oh, really? I see. I that oh, really is I kind of detect the little what? bit of, like you're not completely <laughs> buying it, but it, it, I think it works for me. You know. Okay. So here we are. I'm Annie, and I took a little break. Yeah. We listened to I listened to some music, Annie. I went for a sandwich and now and it's gonna test my blood to find out if I have lizard lizard legacy to
1: see I don't remember cuz it seemed like that sandwich really lasted for a long time I don't remember how far I got into this but you know since coming back to AA I've been testing a lot of people's blood to find out because you know I've figured it out my cult that I'm starting is naturally going to be an Rh-negative based cult. cult. So like if you're not a blood, I mean, and you're not necessarily of the serpent bloodline if you're Rh-negative. If you're O-negative, yeah, you're of the serpent. Okay, Okay. so give me your ring finger. Okay, what do we
0: have here anyway?
1: Okay, so this is called an Elden Card blood typing kit. And this is going to show us within no time at all what your blood type and Reese's factor are are okay so let that is this gonna hurt me no only if you're a pussy well I sort of am okay that's what I'm worried about (laughs) but no nobody's complained in the past it's like what diabetic people do you know
0: you know I had a diabetic person living here for like eight to ten years and I used to do this to her every day really did she
1: say oh not really that much good because she was tough yeah, women tend to be
0: tougher than, braver me. than yeah, men. Okay, yeah. so which side is the? Am I going to see any blood? I hope uh, not. You are. Oh Jesus Christ! Because here's the problem.
1: You faint when you see blood. I kind of
0: faint when I see blood. Well,
1: don't look at your hand then, because there's some coming out. Oh wow. So this is our control panel. A bunch of
0: blood just came out of my hand. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm being pretty brave. Yeah, you are. I'm You're sitting here.
1: Oh oh oh. Sorry, <laughs> Does that really hurt?
0: No, not really. It <laughs> didn't really hurt. But uh, it is kind of red.
1: Yeah, it's definitely red. But they say people who are RH negative are blue bloods.
0: Yeah, they do say that. But is that before the blood gets in contact with oxygen? I
1: think so. Yeah, you know why that is? Because RH negative people have copper-based blood instead of iron like everyone else. Oops, I just got your blood on me. But luckily, I'm RH negative, so I can't get AIDS, not that you have it.
0: Well, I had Hep C for a long time, oh, but I, d- yeah, I don't anymore. Where did it go? It got cleared out. I was a, I was a uh, lab rat in a test. Oh, for that weird named one? It was called AbV. Oh. that it a, it's a different one than the weird named one. But it worked, it worked pretty well, like right away. And I got paid 800 bucks. Really? Yeah. And you got rid of your Hep C? And I got rid of my Hep C. Which I'd had for probably thirty years. So it was a real Do you really get that from shooting heroin? I don't know if it was the heroin or if it was the tall wind or if it was the local or if it was tall the Demerol, win? or if it was the angel dust <laughs> or it was the one time when it was vodka. But
1: But you have to get that from like doing intravenous drugs, or yeah, you can catch recreation. it from people.
0: No, I, I didn't get it from a transfusion. I got it from yeah, intravenous drugs. What do you think your blood type will be? I think it'll be like something really mundane. I think it'll be the most mundane blood type that the world has to offer. That that would be is my O blood
1: positive type. is what that
0: blood type would be. I may have an A. Is there any A's? Is there there an A's? are.
1: There's A's. N A B. I uh, have an A. Stefan, you know Stefan. Stefan. He's a negative. Uh, I don't know if you know Will Scott. He's a negative. I know Will Scott. Jacqueline, uh, whatever her Italian last name is. Is A-negative. I may be A-negative. Let's
0: see. Or A-positive.
1: You could. It could go either way. We need it to dry a little bit more.
0: How long does it take to dry? uh, Not too long. So if I I have only, like, are you going to have any A-bloods in your cult? Oh, yeah, because
1: definitely, because, like, people like Annie Evers, she's Mm A-positive. I really thought she was going to be... an O negative or something because she's got that red hair, green eyes. You know, I thought for a minute that the RH pop- or negative look was in the eyes like yeah. greener blue yeah. eyes with the gold crap inside of them. But then I took Russian Danny's blood mm-hmm. and he's got brown eyes. He's a Russian Jew, mm-hmm. he's B negative. Only two percent of the population are B negative. But is, is that the same
0: as Rh yeah. like negative? Yeah, the negative
1: is the Rh yeah. factor. I saw so. him
0: last night. I had a nice little conversation with him. Yeah, so Dan you think is he might be a big lizard?
1: No, he's something else. Whatever he is, is I don't really know the origins of A and B separately, but I know that A positive is like an angelic
0: human bloodline that may be my bloodline that may be alex maslansky angelic sounds like me
1: yeah i mean technically all the rh negatives are that too usually because even before he became the devil lucifer was the favorite angel Mm -hmm. of, of god yeah the angel of music uh yeah annie evers alex maslansky caitlin bothwell
0: all A positive. None of you will not know who these people are. I know. But, but I know who they all are. The, they can and f- so does Annie. And yeah. they are fairly angelic human beings. Aren't they? They really are, I have to say.
1: And then interestingly, Solomon, who is Caitlin's brother, of course, is A B positive. So I don't know So is he an angel and something else? Yeah, I don't know what though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I can tell it looks so this this first one is chunky. Regular, chunky, regular, which does say that you are, in fact,
0: a positive. I am angelic. Yeah, you are angelic. Congratulations. You know, I was, I did a a little podcast after Mm -hmm. all my podcasts were corrupted and I had to do it over. Yeah, I had to do it all and figure out what went wrong. I did a test one with my wife. And she was talking about, like, when she first met me, I worked at Hustler Mm -hmm. and why that didn't bother her. She was trying to figure out, like, why that didn't bother her. And like a lot of women came to her and said how can you work with this guy how can you how can you go out with this guy yeah. and then later like get get involved with him and later marry him when this is what he does mm-hmm. and i said to her it was because i have the soul of an angel and <laughs> you were right you're <laughs> actually you're right.
1: right i think i think there is some truth to that and i think that people on planet earth right now are starting to figure out like yo this is not what we've thought it was like we're living like of human life, but we're like spiritual beings inside these like, you know, bodies. I hope so. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I, I hope, I mean, I know we are because my life has been too fucking crazy to to have that not be true, you know? I guess as a RH negative person, you're kind of like a portal for spiritual energy. So I just have, had the craziest, most unbelievable shit happens to me all the time. Even my friend Bella was tripping out because I, we were driving to, a meeting the other night, and I was like, "Oh angels, please get us a nice parking spot right in the front to Rodney and Prospect."
0: There's never a parking spot there.
1: Got a parking spot right. In, she's like, "Oh my God, that like just
0: happened." Someone and, must have had to go to the hospital or something to clear <laughs> that out. because that neighborhood there's never a spot in that neighborhood. Yeah. But I have to tell you that that same Wednesday, mm-hmm. I went over there and I thought I'm doomed. I'm just gonna drive around, not find a spot, I'm mm-hmm. gonna go home, feel all de- you know, feel yeah. all rejected and neglected. Mm-hmm. And a spot, as I was at the light waiting at Prospect in Vermont, Mm -hmm. someone left a spot. I saw them get in the car, they didn't leave it. I saw them get in the car, no one else saw them get in the car. So then I was able to pull up and then wait and they left and I got right in that spot. Asking, ye shall receive. But, you know, the, the they had not paid the meter fully, though. I still had to pay the meter. Oh. So it was not. It was a mixed blessing. I guess you should have been more specific. I didn't ask for anything. You didn't I just, ask. I didn't ask. Yeah. No,
1: I don't ask for anything. You kind of asked, were asking for the worst and expecting I it, was though. I was
0: girding myself for the worst. And if the worst happened, I was still going to be... I was going to go along with it. You can't do was that. Go
1: well, something crazy is happening um, that, you know, I don't think was happening pre-sandwich break. You know, like the universe is shifting from a third you know, density, consciousness, into 5D. And so for many people who are like not hip or with the whole spirituality thing, or people who are like narcissists or just like terrible self-focused people, they are gonna start like going through a dark night of the soul experience where they're brought through terrible amounts of incredible pain to a place of, you know, acceptance, release, releasing control mm-hmm. over everything that they don't actually have control over in the first place. So it's pretty cool.
0: I feel that's how uh, that was my basic basic path.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I there's definitely. a lot of
0: like you know, self-run, self, self. What do you call it? Self. Self-run will. Self? Architect, I, I was the architect of my own adversity. Let's say that. Of what? Of my own adversity. Oh, right. And I brought a lot of pain on myself. And now I can actually say out loud that I have the soul of an angel. Yeah. <laughs> and I may have all along. but uh, I, it, you did. I was at war with it. Yeah, you know. I'm still at war with it. I mean, what, what can I tell you? I'm, you know. Yeah, but, totally. But.
1: I definitely, uh, I rejected any angelic nature of my soul as a young kid and i was like ew like angels are like gay you know like and i i decided i would get this big tattoo on my stomach it would be a portrait where one side would the left hand side would be all evil i didn't know anything back then about the left hand path you know left side representing magic and the occult i had no clue i just said all the demons and devils and shit will go on the left the cool shit will be on the left
0: the, the cool shit
1: yeah exactly yeah. and the angels will be on the right and the, and the cross or something then i got two tattoos into it one is a demon and another one is a skull and crossbones no nothing good got put on me i was like oh my god like these tattoos really hurt like this was <laughs> a terrible idea and then i stopped getting tattoos completely because i turned 19 and i was like this is also st- yeah. stupid and painful you wised up yeah um, i wised up and i started doing drugs instead yeah. it's
0: like that feels a lot better than this pain you know the idea of what just said like all the like the occult stuff mm-hmm. and the, as being the cool stuff yeah and i heard this phrase one time at a baptism and it was help me to resist the charisma of evil really yeah not charisma of evil
1: evil does have all the charisma look at all these people out in the world today like they definitely aren't interested in godly things, you know. They're interested in things that are cool, like the devil, yeah. leather, and uh, consumption. Consumption, yeah. cars, anal sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think there may be some angelic aspects to anal sex.
1: I think so too, but you know, it can go all wrong. <laughs> it can go all wrong. <laughs> One day, a couple years ago on Christmas Day, uh, Will Scott was there. And my friend Monica was there and uh, it was like early early Christmas morning nobody was sober and Monica was trolling the Craigslist men seeking men ads Mm -hmm. where men is like pre grinder or actually grinder already existed it was just men seeking men ads and there was one that just said keep in mind this is Christmas morning it just said butthole is open and <laughs> that was the entire <laughs> ad <laughs> and then an address <laughs> Merry Christmas should we stop there I, that, that's butthole a perfect yeah butthole yeah. is open Merry Christmas
0: all right all right cool thank you Annie and thanks for uh, verifying that so you're an angel. an angel
1: yes n- no problem my pleasure
0: so that's enough skeeve land for one day you're going to be spinning for a while this edition of skeeve land is presented with encouragement and assistance from rare bird books if you want to know more about the Skeeve or Alan McDonnell or Rare Bird books, go to the or rarebirdbooks.com. Thanks again to Tyson Cornell, Julia Callahan, and don't forget to find Annie Hardy's music. It's kind of a soundtrack for Skeeveland. There's worse places you could be.